Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of day it may be, it's a pleasure having you to join me in this program about our lamp and keeping it full. Hello everyone, I'm Neil Parks. Well, if you were with us last time, you will remember that we went over some of the basic history about the when and why God uses and teaches us about the purpose of our lamp in our lives and how it plays out. And maybe, just maybe, it's one of the greatest parts that God uses in our serving Him here in this millisecond, if you will, of time spent on earth. Well, our scripture today is in Genesis chapter 3, verses 13, 14, and 15. And our journey is to get the lamp filled and be ready. The scene is in the garden after Adam and Eve have eaten what God told them not to eat. Now God is confronting Eve and the snake, or you may say Satan. Then the Lord, in verse 13, said to the woman, What have you done? She said, The the snake tripped me, so I ate the fruit. Verse 14 says, So the Lord said to the snake, You, Mr. Snake, did this very bad thing. So bad, things will happen to you. It will be worse for you than for any other animal. You must crawl on your belly and eat dust all the days of your life. And verse 15 says, I will make you, God saying, I will make you and the woman enemies to each other. To your children and her children will be enemies You will bite her child's foot, but he will crush your head. Now, I want to focus on verse 15 here. As God spoke some grave consequences to the snake, the devil. And you know, Adam and Eve were, they were right there listening as well. So in Genesis 3.15, let's just kind of review this a little bit. The Lord is saying, and I will put enmity between you, Satan, the snake, and the woman, and between your, Satan's seed, and her seed, meaning the bloodline of Eve, or mankind, against the fallen angels, or a generation of vipers, on the one hand, and against the people of God on the other, the seed of the church, if you will, the latter of which are hated, big word here, hated, and persecuted by the former, that's the devil. And so it has been ever since this affair happened, and especially by the seed of the woman, which means here, the Messiah, the word seed, The seed of the woman, it expresses the truth 
of his incarnation and the reality of his being a man. And he, Jesus, has been implacably hated by Satan and his angels and by wicked worldly men. So he has exposed himself to all of them that hated and persecuted his people as well. And guess what? That's Christians. The gospel talks about the seed in Galatians 3.16. Let's read it. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises. Remember last week we talked about the promises. The promises made. He does not say and to seeds. He's talking about the Lord. It says now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say and to seeds as of many, but as of one. And to your seed, who is Christ. That reflects back to Genesis 3. Now that word hate is a word that always jumps out when anyone speaks it. Wouldn't you agree? So let's jump over to the Gospel of John 15, verses 18, 19, 22, and 25. Now these are red-letter scriptures. This is Jesus speaking. In verse 18, it says, If the world, Jesus speaking, if the world hates you, Remember that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, the world would love you as it loves its own people. But I have chosen you to be different from those in the world. So you don't belong to the world. And that is why the world hates you. Now this is what Jesus was speaking to his disciples now here we go in verse 22. He's still talking to his disciples. If I had not come and spoken to the people of the world, or in other words, had he not been in, born uh, from the virgin and not come, God coming out of heaven, they would not be guilty of sin. But now I have spoken to them. So they have no excuse for their sin. Light exposes sin. Get this. In verse 23, Jesus says, Whoever hates me also hates my Father. I did things among the people of the world that no one else has ever done. If I had not done these things, they would not be guilty of sin. But they have seen what I did. And still they hate me and my father. In verse 25, it says, Jesus speaking, but this has happened to make clear the full meaning of what is written in their law. They hated me for no reason. So why did they hate him? <laughs> he exposed their sin. Now listen carefully. So here's where the lamp enters the picture for us. Darkness hates light. He came into the world 
as a lamp of light, and he exposed their sin. And the world hates that. The darkness can't stand to have its sin exposed. In John 8, 12, then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Now listen, they hated Jesus because he exposed mankind's sin. He brought light to the party, you might say. Hello? The question is, to us, are we following him or do we blend in? Or do we blend in? Wow. That's a big statement here. You know, in the last days, and even now, the church is being persecuted for using hate speech. You hear it all over the place. Because darkness hates light. And, and darkness, when it's exposed, it hates it. The Bible says that we are, we are in the world, but not of the world. My friend, the return of Jesus is approaching at a fast rate of speed. And the importance of keeping our lamp full is extremely important. Look what Matthew 5, verse 14 through 16 says. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. He's talking to the church. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do, the, do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light, verse 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5, 6 says, Jesus is speaking again, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Did you get that? They shall be filled. Fill the lamp, church. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. Only Jesus is righteous. We must hunger, thirst, seek, and follow him. Whew! We took a trip today, didn't we? About 6,000 years, huh? From Genesis 3 to Matthew 5. And some stops in between to the here and now. Oh, folks, I can assure you there is so much more to come. So until next time we meet, be encouraged and know the Lord wants you to dine with him. So bring a big appetite. And I look forward to the next time. The next time that we get together and meet. And that will do it for today. And I hope 
that you can tune in next week. And by the way, if you have friends or relatives that come to mind as you listen, and I know we all do, please invite them and comments are welcome as well at this address. Fill the lamp at yahoo.com. All one word. Fill the lamp at yahoo.com. Let me pray for you. Lord, we just thank you that you are our life. We're thank, we thank you that you came and you have shined all through the darkness to expose sin. And it's had you not done this, we had no hope. Father God, we just want to lift you up today and every day. And I ask blessing on all of those who are listening to this, that they may seek you with all their heart. And where they seek you with all their heart, they will find you. Amen and amen. Be blessed until next time. Thank you.